Welcome to Cape Town. Um, you probably can't see me uh, behind the screen. Um, I'm vertically challenged, and uh, I did ask for a block or a podium to stand on, but unfortunately it would have disrupted the rest of the speakers and their ability to speak comfortably behind this, this podium. Um, I'm not too concerned if you can't see me. I'm just hoping that you can at least hear me. Um, on behalf of the Retirement Matters Committee of the Actuarial Society, I would like to welcome you all today to our annual pensions conference. My name is Costa Economo, and I shall be your Master of Ceremonies today. We have a very full and very exciting program. In advance of today's proceedings, I would like to thank each of our speakers for setting aside their valuable time to come and present to us all today. These are people that lead extremely busy lives, and the effort and commitment that goes into putting a presentation together for a somewhat overwhelming, not to mention daunting, form of actuaries does not go unnoticed. We thank you for your effort, and we look forward to your respective sessions. I would also like to thank our sponsors, um, Alexander Forbes, who is a gold sponsor today, as well as Argent Consultants and Actuaries, a silver sponsor, uh, for your respective contribution. Um, your sponsorships ensure that such events um, are an invaluable means for us as actuarial practitioners to gain insights into our retirement industry's developments, um, innovation, as well as thought leadership. These are also great opportunities for us all to earn the requisite CPD, which I'm sure is the real reason why we're all here today. Um, to my colleagues that tirelessly set aside time and effort to put something like this together, I say thank you. I would specifically like to thank Corne Heymans, whose contribution to this event is always more than significant, to Neil Faree, Julia Tongnant, and of course, Melanie Janssen and her team. I have no doubt that this year's event, just like all those before, will be a resounding success. I would also like to thank our Retirement Matters Committee, now chaired by Natasha, previously by Tommy, for their role in supporting uh, this program and, and, and helping us put it all together. As you're all aware, our world is an ever-evolving one. The retirement fund industry globally, as well as locally, is one rife with challenges, issues and change. Globally, governments and institutions alike are scrambling to find ways of better managing significant defined benefit liabilities. Corporations and states continue to fight the burden of debt brought upon, brought upon by unsustainable benefit programs. Accounting rules have made our challenges significantly greater. The accounting treatment of such schemes has changed behavior. DB schemes are continually under the, under the microscope. In South Africa, much as our issues are somewhat different, they are no less controversial. As we speak, there are three regulatory documents that, we are, that are currently out for comments affecting us all. You would have seen, just short of two weeks ago, um, National Treasury announcing new retirement reform proposals. Comment on this is due out on the 30th of September. Um, this particular, these particular proposals cover such things as default investment strategies. They talk about passive as well as enhanced passive offerings. Um, uh, they talk about default annuities at retirement, um, default preservation strategies. Look out for an actuarial sessional which will be held on the 8th, 9th and 10th of September um, in Johannesburg, Cape Town and, and, and Pretoria uh, where members will be invited to listen to a summary of these proposals as well as provide their input so as for the Retirement Matters Committee to consolidate its views and opinion and send that back to National Treasury. There are also new tax bills that are out. Deadline for comment um, is due on the 24th of August. Um, these tax bills um, uh, put forward amendments to various tax-related acts, including the Income Tax Act, um, the Transfer Duty Act, as well as the Value Added Tax Act, amongst others. 
um, and will affect the manner with which retirement funds um, are going to be treated from a tax point of view. There's also an FSB notice on the appointment of valuators. Deadline for comment there is on the 14th of August, um, uh, where, where numerous things are being proposed. As you know, we have a significant segment of our population that currently remains uncovered for retirement benefits. We also have a significant number of people that retire on grossly inadequate benefit levels. We have a very strong DC industry, but I'm not sure that we are doing DC correctly. Unfortunately, our industry has an obsession on showing members their fund credit values, as well as the level of investment returns that these fund credit values earn. What should members be doing with this information? Um, is this useful? Probably. But is it meaningful? Uh, probably not. Can they do something with this information? I guess not. Um, um, is it appropriate communication? Little, if anything at all, is done to show them what their levels of income at retirement are going to be. The lack of preservation also remains a problem. Little is being done to show members what the consequences of such decisions are at retirement. Many of the funds that we advise on also turn a blind eye when members get to retirement age. Take your party and do with it what you please. Yet at that point, members are faced with arguably their biggest single financial decision of their lives. And often the decision that they make is wrong, brought upon by ill or, or partial advice not necessarily aligned to the interests of the members. Of course, the search for yield is becoming increasingly difficult in South Africa. South Africa has many challenges uh, from, an economic, uh, from an economy point of view. The global sell-off of, of commodities, the flight to quality at the expense of emerging market investments, the expected rise in US interest rates, my brethren in Greece and their continued fight against difficult austerity, the European Union and its structural problems, the fall in the oil price. We will no doubt see new ways of finding yield, and two of our speakers today will provide us a view of what's to come. We're also seeing a market where there's increased consolidation. In a low interest rate and therefore low expected return environment, perhaps the need to keep costs at a minimum are driving this. So we are seeing more umbrella fund participation. But is it always correct that members um, get put into these arrangements? Do we lose something when we do this? Um, are there any potential conflicts of interest? What about other hidden costs? The lack of transparency, perhaps? As actuaries advising the industry, we do need to stand up and be counted. We have a responsibility to the public interest which we serve. One cannot pretend that a DC fund is merely a savings pot. It is more than this. It is the very thing that will allow members to achieve some level of financial security, not only at retirement, but also at times before. Its role is significant. Its purpose paramount. We, we cannot ignore our role in managing this. The burden, too, cannot rest with just the member uh, or with the state. We should also be careful in how we dispense of our advice. Conflicts of interests are rife, and sometimes not immediately obvious. We must remain true to our cause, and a strong code of ethics is therefore paramount. I look forward to today's presentation. The subjects that are going to be covered span across all these very issues. What are we going to do right at the outset is I'm going to ask that we test the devices that are sitting before you today. Um, this is not meant to be a replacement to your uh, valuable HP-12C. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to ask that we test the system. Um, I'm told that you have 10 seconds to answer a particular question. Um, what I'm also told is, is if, you, if you press this button three times, you're going to get shocked. Okay? If you press it a fourth time, you're going to, um, there's going to be a spontaneous combustion of the, of the device and, and, and it might affect your state of health. So let's, go, let's, let's, let's test the system with the first question. Um, I'm also told that in many other um, conferences, 70% of the population gets this question wrong. So let's, 
How many months in the year have 28 days in them? <clears throat> right. <laughs> this is a forum of actuaries, actuarial practitioners, and, and industry experts. <laughs> it's good to see that we are in such safe hands. Um, <laughs> let's, ask the second, let's ask the second question. Do you think that Costa is tall? Yes? Uh, no? Tall is a relative measure, and relative to, let's say, a gnome, uh, Costa could be regarded as tall. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, just some housekeeping. Um, I'd really appreciate uh, you turning off your cell phones during the course of, of, of today's presentation. Anybody whose cell phone gets heard um, is going to be called upon um, to come up to the stage and actually give a 10-minute presentation on who they are, uh, what they do, and why it is that they thought that their cell phone had to be on during the course of, of, of today's presentation. Um, so without further ado, I think let's, let's start today's program. Um, I'm going to introduce you to, to John Anderson and Dwayne Kloppers, who, who will be talking about um, uh, life stage approaches in, 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 in DC funds. Um, these are both people that you've heard before, um, and I have no doubt that many of you uh, know them well, but for those that don't, John Anderson is currently the Managing Director of the Research and Product Development uh, Business at Alexander Forbes. In this role, he oversees thought leadership, best practice, as well as product development within the organization. <clears throat> he has many years of experience as a retirement fund valuator, a retirement fund consultant, as well as an investment consultant. He has a BCom Honours from the University of Stellenbosch, is a Fellow of the Actuarial Society of South Africa, and is currently a member of the Council of the Actuarial Society of South Africa. Um, John's also somebody who um, uh, I'm not so sure understands this concept of risk management. He was telling me earlier today that um, he jumped off a mountain uh, over the weekend, um, Lion's Head, and uh, the winds carried him all the way to Komiki, which I believe is quite far from, from Lion's Head. Um, uh, so so that, 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 that's John's claim to fame. Um, he'll be accompanied by Dwayne Ploppers, who's on his way um, into, into uh, Somerset West. Dwayne is a fellow of the Institute and Faculty of Actuaries. Um, he's been with Alexander Forbes for the past seven years and is currently uh, a research actuary within the Research and Development Division. His primary research interest is efficient asset allocation within DC funds. John, Dwayne, thank you.